0: Hi, everybody, and welcome to Beneath the Cow, a podcast by Cosplay Alliance. Um, I am Loki Goddess of Mischief, and hosting with me tonight is Canadian Comic Cutie. Um, hi, guys. Hi. We're just here to talk to you about cosplay and the sexy aspect of cosplay, boudoir, uh, OnlyFans, that type of thing, and how and whether it belongs in the community. So, uh, I guess we'll go around and introduce everyone.
1: Sure, do you want me to go first? Sure, go ahead. Okay, hey everybody, I'm Canadian Comic Cutie. I've been cosplaying for way longer than I'd like to admit. Um, I have also (laughs) been doing the spicy side of cosplay for over eight years, um, before OF was a thing. Um, And now that it's a thing, I'm on there as well.
2: <laughs> hi everyone, my name is Melissa, but I go by It's Quiet Kitten Online. And yeah, I'm uh no stranger to sexy cosplay as well. I'm really into boudoir and boot style. So thanks for joining us today.
3: So well, hi, I'm love paper doll on IG and I've been cosplaying since I was like a little kid. But I've been into like just dressing sexy I just like feel comfortable and of course the sex work and it's, I just enjoy it and then meeting new people and then all the ladies so yes yeah, so I've been doing this for quite some time
4: <laughs> and I'm Asia known as Asia UK and I've been doing cosplay for I don't know how long back in the day I didn't know what the technical technical term it, it was, I guess. But I guess when I got older, I realized, oh, this is cosplay. There's a community out there. So I came a part of it and I started sharing my cosplay on social media just for like a few years now. And I like it. I've been dipping and diving into the new draw type of stuff. But um, I'm a little more shy in nature. Paper doll knows this. And, you know, I'm just developing my comfortability with it. And yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. <laughs> No, I get
0: that. I'm also I, I've been doing cosplay for maybe eight, ten years. I don't even know. Um, the, the the boudoir stuff is the past few years, and again, it's been like a slow burn as far as like how how much I put out there. All right.
1: Well, do we have some questions?
0: Uh, We do, I think, all of uh, myself, you, and Kitty came up with a couple of things, so we can get started on, like, a few of them. Uh, First of all, I mean, you probably all covered this, but does everyone have, like, a platform like OnlyFans or something along those lines? Well,
3: yes, I, I do. I'm on OnlyFans. And I've been using Gumroad as well to just sell a la carte and I don't have to like really interact. That's for the people that don't want to subscribe. They're like, I just want
2: to buy a video and <laughs> keep it moving. Quick and easy. I've heard of Gumroad, but I didn't know what it really was. So that's good to know.
0: Actually, I yeah. use it. Uh, Cutie got me onto that one and that's the platform that I use exclusively.
2: So do you guys sell yes. digital or physical prints mm-hmm. on there?
0: digital i do digital i don't have physical
3: you can have physical on there so when they check out then they'll have to put in their address for you to mail out so you can do physical because some people they also sell merchandise on there, kind of like etsy oh nice kind of kind of that vibe but you just sell great digital awesome
1: Yeah, so I do have an OnlyFans. Um, I also have a Ko-Fi shop, which is mainly all cosplay based stuff, uh, mild boudoir, as well as membership tiers on there where people can access to see all of my builds, all my progress, um, behind the scenes videos of photo shoots, things like that. Um, I also do Gumroad, which I do digital mainly on there. The odd time I do physical rewards, um, like my pride stickers and stuff will be posted on there as a physical reward. Um, they're really good in the sense of like set it and forget it like you don't have to do much um also you can do um like sending out newsletters and updates as to when you post a new set so people who are following you can see it as you do it it's nice like convenient for a lot of people and they don't have to try they purchase they instantly get a download you're good to go um and then i do of as well and i have two different ofs i have a free site and then i have a paid subscription site. So, I, I do it all. Yeah, you're on every platform.
2: It sounds like so. everything. You name it, I'm there.
1: But I'm busy. <laughs> yes, it's just a little busy.
0: I don't know if you've seen her Instagram, but yeah, she's a busy girl.
2: Oh.
0: Um. Okay. So, does anyone else have some questions they want to ask? I don't want to. Be the only
1: one. <laughs> I'm gonna ask some stuff right off the hop. Uh, so this is based around sexy cosplay um, in the cosplay universe, as well as the spicy side of it. How did you guys get started in the spicy side of cosplay, whether it's boudoir or only fans or anything like that?
0: Uh, let's start with paper doll.
3: Mm, let's see, getting, well, I'm always just like wearing like different stuff going with my mood. And there was like maybe a little mixture of cosplay with it. And it would just be me going out. And <laughs> I'm like, you know, I'm 37. I'm like, my boobs look amazing. I want to wear cute low tops. And I want to wear little flannel skirts and stuff. So I wanted to like dress sexy. But um. and then at conventions, they were so welcoming. I'm like, oh, for real? I can wear this? <laughs> OK. How far can I go? Next, you know, I'm just wearing pants and a fishnet, and I get so much love from women. They're like, "Oh my gosh, your boobs look amazing!" Thank you. So it just started making me feel more and more comfortable. Mm-hmm. And with me being so comfortable and bubbly, it was getting other people out of their comfort zone. And now Asia, she's been coming out with her shoes out mm-hmm. and everything so after just meeting so many people at conventions saying like oh my gosh you're so comfortable doing that oh i want to do that you can so that's what started me just doing more cosplays like that not where the surface level they're like oh she's just doing it for attention for guys i'm like no so I'm you being
1: just, you started I you into it. this realm
3: <laughs> and i want to love at, that that, that you know, welcoming party, letting other people know like, yo, it doesn't matter how old you are, you can do it too. Come on, I'm doing it. You can do it. Let's all be naked. <laughs> yes, I love that.
2: <laughs> love, love that. I love so, that.
3: So yeah, that's really my story so I just got comfortable and I was, I was just so happy seeing other people feeling more comfortable. because They saw me doing it and they're like, okay, hold my hand. And let's do it together. <laughs>
0: awesome. So Asia, I think she's kind of answered the question for you, but girl,
4: <laughs> well, how I started was, let me go back a few years ago. But when I was growing up and stuff like that, and I became, you know, into my little womanhood, I always didn't like skinny, you know. But when I progressed in like my adulthood, I started getting on like this woman weight and I didn't know how to handle it I guess I it was so foreign to me I feel like an alien in my own body and I started to like you know um look into different styles um look at my outfits differently just figure out how to be more comfortable in my own skin because I wasn't used to all this this woman weight but as I got into cosplay a little bit more because I lost sight of it when I was into my career, into my studies in school, when I start getting back into it, I have a really active imagination. So I was looking at these cosplays and was like, what can I do to put a twist on this cosplay? And I realized maybe I can like make it a little sexy a little bit because I feel that even though the cosplay is a little more spicy than the original character, I feel that it'll still get the point across is still cosplay. It's, I, I feel that people shouldn't downplay the cosplay because I made it a little bit sexy, but me getting into these cosplays and making it like a little more sexy, a little more spicy into my own special way. I like putting twists and everything. It helps develop my comfortability, especially with, you know, trying to get more comfortable in my own skin. And of course, um Aww. I know PayPal personally, so me working with her um helped me learn different techniques and learn how to be more comfortable. And I'm an open book and I love to learn from you know, people. So I'm glad to sit on this panel to see inside on different stuff. I already learned some new stuff already and we're 10 minutes in. I know <laughs> awesome. I know. It's a whole new world. But this, just my little short little journey is just getting more comfortable and like, you know, trying different sexy cosplays.
2: Definitely. love. Yeah, for myself, like I just started off in regular cosplay. And that was about seven or eight years ago. And then progressively, I felt over time, like, I became more confident with my body, especially through fitness, like I found that was like my biggest driving factor. So I've just incorporated fitness in my lifestyle. And it's literally made my confidence like through the roof. Before then, I didn't have Yeah, like I didn't feel comfortable in my skin. Now I'm just definitely um expressing myself in a more sensual way and the older i get the more comfortable i am with my body so um like why not show it off you know what i mean and then on top of that like a lot of the costumes are portrayed that way in comic books like Mm -hmm. originally comic books were made to target the male audience like it was young pre-adolescent males right so they're making like emma frost wearing lingerie sexy like that's what catered to the audience and honestly I think it catered to women too because why else would we be doing it if we Absolutely. didn't find it attractive so I just like a lot of characters I just wanted to recreate them and just embody them and there's nothing wrong with being comfortable in your skin and just embodying yourself and uh, your self-expression so yeah I just over time it's definitely helped me boost my confidence. Oh,
0: Amazing.
3: Yay. I love it. And I'm so glad are comfortable. That was a beautiful story.
0: I think that that's a huge part of it. Like for myself as well, I got into it when I started feeling more comfortable. I've always been sort of like on the plus side of things. So a lot of the times you don't feel super comfortable like letting everything out there. But I, I made friends who were also like the curvier side and they had the confidence to do it so slowly I kind of joined the ranks and I was like okay I'll do like a photo shoot here whatever and with each photo shoot it just like gave me more and more confidence to do more and have more fun with it and then with like regular cosplay I'd always worn like the more conservative covered up stuff but when I started doing that like I branched out and then it just all kind of became about the boobs. Everything was about <laughs> the boobs.
1: <Perfect. laughs> Gosh, no, I love oh. the Absolutely. I love that you touched on the fact that most of them are drawn that way to begin with. So exactly. when people come at us yeah. being like, you're sexualizing the character. It's really frustrating because you can look at all of the history of the character and you can find all of them in lingerie at some point or something is exposed or exaggerated or things exactly. like that. So I think a lot of people need to kind of understand that whether we're doing cosplay as boudoir or cosplay or on another site, this character has been sexualized in some way, shape or form prior. We're just doing it on our own way and our own terms. Okay, yeah,
4: exactly.
0: And sometimes not even necessarily, because a lot of the, the cosplays, like if you look at the anime stuff, some of that is like overtly sexual and sexy and skimpy.
3: Yeah. Oh yes, majority of the characters, or even in video games, as the character yes. upgrades, okay. it's like the warrior guy has all this stuff, but the girls were in a chainmail
2: bikini. Yeah. But how's that... I Not the best <laughs> armor, but um, visually yeah. it looks great.
1: So I love in the chat that Gus is like, one day I'll try sexy cosplay. First <laughs> off, good sir, we did a <laughs> boudoir session together, and it's I true. was Gwen Stacy. So we've oh. done some spicy like duo cosplay boudoir,
0: Thank you, guys. It's true. Post those, Gus. Yes. <laughs> we want to see.
1: I think but I'm yeah more cool guys that. should get into
0: it right yes
3: Absolutely. i've been encouraging like a lot of people like it doesn't matter your age because a lot of people think that you gotta be like 21 22 with a perfect tight body i'm like no you can be older yeah it doesn't matter your age it doesn't matter your sex you can um because one of my friends he's um been transitioning more into well she now been, has she has transitioned and she wanted to also do sexy boudoir and i'm like
0: you can't do, do it can
3: go ahead. there's no like black and white of how somebody should look and how somebody should be to be sexy like you can be whoever and as long as you're happy and you're comfortable people that's love what it.
2: yeah i think that's the thing right like the community is very supportive and we accept like mm-hmm. different um inclusive types of people and as long as you're happy and comfortable, then it doesn't matter what anyone else thinks at the end of the day, so, because everyone's gonna have a judgment on you anyway. So some people, like, I yeah. understand, sometimes all family members or other friends are just not into it, they don't want to follow me, and I respect that, like, it's not for everyone, but it makes me happy, and I my, my fans happy, so it's like, if it works for you, it works for you.
0: Yeah, exactly. Can't please
2: everyone. <laughs> Also, as
0: far as age goes, I'm 44. I'm still doing it. So,
2: and fabulous.
3: Yes. Yes. <laughs> looking amazing. fabulous. The only issue I have is sometimes I have the time of day, are like the trolls that like pop up and they're like, oh, mm-hmm. another thought trying to be a cosplayer. And I'm like, what does my attire? you know, or you assuming me being promiscuous had to do with my knowledge of the characters or anime. Did I say I don't have no idea who this is? But I do understand, I'm not trying to gatekeep. There's a lot of people that are sex workers that are crossing over into cosplay, just doing it for the clout. And then you have us that's been genuinely really into this and they want to be sexy and yeah. so that's the whole the mix-up and it just it gets really annoying of having the trolls like oh she just wants to be sexy she has no idea who this character is i'm like how about you ask me like oh you like maruto well tell me who's your favorite character or what's this or do you like
0: mm-hmm.
3: like actually instead of just assuming oh another thought in a costume Am I
2: taking money a out? point. Already affecting your
0: life. It was how actually a great segue. Like,
2: yeah, like I wanted to segue into that. So, how do you guys respond to critics who argue that Boudoir cosplay like objectifies or over over sexualizes women? How would you guys respond to a critic?
1: Well, <laughs> <let me start. laughs> so, so I'm <laughs> I do a lot of things that are not mainstream. Um, I take Colonel Sanders and I do it topless with French fries over my titties. That's I a fantastic. Baby down my back onto my butt. I do things that are not the norm because I love doing what I like doing. So for me, when people are like, why would you do that? My response is because I want to. So if I don't get a lot of hate. I'm actually really lucky on that part because I think I've scared them away with my crazy <laughs> <absurd> <laughs> random stuff. Um, but when I do, I generally tell like my following or people in the comments, like just let it die. Let the comment die. It's not bugging me. I'm confident enough to just let it slide off my back. There's, it's not going to affect me. And I think that's a big thing too with this is that if you're not ready to handle those comments, you shouldn't be doing Mm -hmm. this because you are going to be mentally challenged and it's going to hit you emotionally. If you cannot stomach the hate, there's the positives but there's also the hate. So you really do have to have a good backbone to deal with all of this stuff. Yeah.
3: I do agree, because a lot of people, I tell them, like, you know, as long as you're comfortable, do what you're comfortable with. But you do got to let them know that there's going to be a little sprinkle. You'll have, like, you know, 100 comments of people saying, yay, go, girl. And then you get that one little troll. And, you know, you just got to be like, whatever. You know, I'm not gonna yeah. take on your insecurities with yourself and you put that on me.
0: Like I If you don't do like it, it, it's
3: fine.
0: If, if you I don't like, like it, it, don't look.
3: Keep scrolling. De- yes. Yes. So simple. Don't look. Exactly. Because I remember somebody commented when I um did Tokyo bowl with another girl and we were all sexy and they're like, You're turning everybody gay with this.
4: You need to You're welcome. That. I was like
1: Exactly. Silly? i like, what's wrong with that?
4: <laughs> Yay! My
1: literal response would be, you're welcome. Yeah. yeah, exactly, I'm like, okay, well, welcome,
3: you know, this picture's turning people, all right. <laughs> oh, wow,
4: I can't stand that. <laughs> but- No, it's not a fun time. I, hate. I do like to focus on the love that I get, and that makes me feel oh. a whole lot better because I notice people out there appreciating you know my creativity, what I have to offer to this cosplay I'm trying to, to portray. And it, it does it does get to me sometimes, but typically when I do get hate, I don't I don't feed the trolls at all. Yeah, I, I'm the most nonchalant. I'm gonna ignore you. Type, I am really good at ignoring somebody. It's kind of scary. So I just I just pay on desks. Do not pay on my mind. If I do need a social media break, I will take a social media break.
0: That's good.
2: Yeah, I think I'm the exact
4: same page as Asia. Like,
2: I just will not pay it any attention. And it's like, as soon as you feed into it or respond back, that's what they're looking for. And you just get upset. So it's like, just move on. It is what
0: it is. It's the attention they want. And if they didn't want the attention, they wouldn't be there looking at you and criticizing you.
2: And at the end of the day, we're putting ourselves out there to be critiqued. So it's like like someone said in the chat, it's like, we are looking for attention to a certain degree. Otherwise, it wouldn't be it online for the world to see and critique us. So I'll take the hate if it, if it comes with it. <laughs> yeah. Plus, it, it's fun.
3: You know, it it, fun. it's amazing. <laughs> I, I really enjoy doing it. I love doing the boudoir. I love the comments, especially from like women. Like, of course, guys are like, oh my gosh, the things I'll do to you. I'm like, okay, sir. But women are like, oh my gosh, you're so pretty. I'm like, oh, thank you. You're pretty, <laughs> Like, I, I love the comments from women.
0: That,
1: that's the part that makes me. Right, women building up women, let's go. That's
0: yes. okay. true. Um, I guess, go, going back into the hate, um, let's, let's go to the characters that you cosplay. I know there's a lot of people that have issues with you portraying, let's say, a character that comes from a kid's show. And Cutie's had uh, experience with this. I've had experience with this. I don't know if the rest of you have done any of those kind of like underage characters or or portrayed them. Um, For example, I did a grown-up version of Cindy Lou Who from uh, The Grinch and most people loved it. But there was one one chat that I, I wasn't able to see because it was not people that I was friends with um, and basically saying that I was a pedophile for doing it. Uh, so I don't know if any of the rest of you do that, what you think about those kind of characters and portraying them sexually and how you res- how you would respond or how, do you, how you do respond to, People who say those kind of things about who you're portraying, Cutie, why don't you go? Because I know you've had experience with this.
1: Just a little. Um, so I'm known for doing Lunette the clown from the big comfy couch. Oh, yeah. um, <laughs> I, I have done her. Cute. I've done her on every platform you possibly could imagine, uh, and I do get a lot of comments, especially on my TikTok, being like, "Oh, you're sexualizing a kid's cartoon character." And I do understand where they're coming from. However, when it comes to Lynette in particular, she lives on her own and takes care of her grandma who lives in the backyard. She's not a child. Whereas something like Dora the Explorer, where she's actually a minor living at home and her mom and dad are part of the cartoon. For me, myself personally, I won't do anything that is child-based. So Dora's off the list. Like things like that where it's actually child-based cartoons, um, and they are underage, I tend to not go towards. I did do a Cindy Lou Who as well. Um, I did get a lot of flack for that. Um, and in my, my own clapback was, if you actually read the way I was portraying her, I was doing her when she was grown up. This is a storyline I made for her to be this age. I didn't do her actual look from the younger okay. version either to kind of disassociate the two um, to make them very different. So it really, it is a, it's a very fine line for a lot of people and it is a very sensitive subject for a lot of the trolls online as well. Okay. Um, I think again it comes down to understanding that if you're going to do to portray characters that are under the age of 18, that's a bridge you need to cross on your own. That—that That is a territory that you need to be comfortable with. You need to be understanding of the backlash you're going to get. Um, if it's a fictional character, again, it's fictional, it's not real, does it really matter? Are you making the child sexual? Are you acting like the child? Or are you just- That's the key, character?
0: exactly.
1: So I think that's the real fine line of the conversation on that one.
0: I gotta add that the guy that called me a pedophile for doing that, I did a deep dive into his Twitter, and he was all over a bunch of boudoir girls who were doing the powerpuff girls. Interesting. yeah, and he was not saying the same thing about them.
1: It's pick and choose. They pick and uh-huh.
0: choose.
3: It, it really is. And like the underage like child characters, like which I was saying. Which I enjoy seeing people do Cindy Lou because that's like so complicated with their hair. Cute. <laughs> it's <laughs> super cute. cute, but I can tell the difference when you're being adult Cindy and like cute little. Oh, what did Mom and Dad give me for you know that that's yeah. a little different. Yes, so I tend to stay away from doing child characters. I have done um, Big Comfy Couch, I'm Lunette, no issues, and I've done Molly with someone else being Lunette. So I try to stay away from- uh,
1: My jaw hurts, sorry. I'm like-
3: Oh yeah, i got to that one. That was really too. <laughs> but that, that was a while, a while back. I, I loved Luminate the Clown. I didn't get any flack on that, but I try to stay away from like just minor characters and I try to stay away from like religious ones, like with the oh, yeah. sexy nun and everything. I just like, okay, these are the ones I'm not gonna do, but I've done like sexy Himiko toga, but because my hero's just been big with everybody, Everybody's like, oh, we're fine. We don't care if she's technically a kid. I, I don't know. I don't know how old she is. It's a teenager. Nobody's really tripped. The only time I've been called a pedophile was because I go to cons and I play video games. They're like, oh, you're online playing games with little kids and you're going to cons with kids. Are you a pedophile? I'm like, no. <laughs> you go to a con. There's adults there. Yeah. It's not a, a meeting of creeps. Well, this is what nerds
0: do. We're nerds.
3: Yeah, like understand I'm a
2: nerd and I want to be with my people.
0: Hot nerds, but nerds.
2: Yes. <laughs> yeah, it's always great meeting other like women or you know, like that at cons and kind of relating, like so we all do kind of similar stuff. So it's really nice to meet you guys in person because it's different online, it's not the same. So when you actually can connect in real life at a cons, it's so much more exciting and it's like a I guess a longer, longing, longer-lasting impact, and more memorable. Like, if you follow people at conventions, I feel like the connection is just deeper in general than if you were to just meet someone online.
1: Absolutely.
0: We see you, guests. We appreciate you.
1: I know. I was like, I was like Velma and Daphne. You got to go there. You got to yeah, go there. That's, but that's that's so cool, place, though. <laughs> like,
3: no, nobody really, you know, gets upset when you do Velma and Daphne.
0: No, they
3: I love, they, they love death. Really cool. Yeah. Thelma?
0: Thelma as well. <laughs> well like.
3: cosplays. I'm like, double like, 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 like. <laughs> Let me comment.
4: <laughs> okay, oh, I'm, so I'm
1: going to go back to the whole. Cosplay. I haven't got her
4: okay. to if I want to. <laughs> yes.
1: So the whole conversation about being um, at the convention and being a character that is sexual um this is something that we run into a lot where we get these comments like i know loki you did the um the question box and people are like i don't like seeing adults dressing sexy at conventions it's a child's event kids are here so on and so forth um have you guys run into these issues before at a convention or had somebody come up and say this is inappropriate or things like that so at conventions i have
3: a rule it's like after like 7 p.m when it's winding down you know your, your kids should be gone by then daytime if it's like 11 o'clock in the morning i already know there's going to be kids everywhere my ass cheeks aren't going to be out my titties aren't out because <laughs> there's so many children there and then i kind of feel uncomfortable like oh i'm sorry like yeah <laughs> yeah but after 7 p.m i'm like oh as every, titties everything's gonna be out and then when i go to the raid. I better see eighteen and older rave, not all ages. Cause no, I'm not <laughs> working with your nine year old right there, like, fine, sir. So that that's how I am with cons. It's like I I got my cut off of like 7 p.m. I'm I'm going sexy. If your child's here, that's on you.
0: And that no nobody's said anything to you so far when you've done that.
3: Oh, I'm sexy because there, there's no kids there. It's just adults. Yeah. But in the daytime, I do hear like people talking. No, I did one time when I had body paint. I did this was years ago. I did body paint. I did poison ivy, and I had like pasties on, and it was the um, the Arkham gang version. And this, and I made this little hmm. like kind of leaf thing. I was in the con, and it was probably like maybe one o'clock. I was sexy, real cute, and I ended up getting kicked out. The con. No.
0: Wow. So what did me they me say?
3: Out. And then I did a sexy Vegeta at Anime USA, and then they kicked me out of the con, too. So now I'm like, all right, we're not going to be naked during the daytime. I learned my lesson. Interesting. Fair
2: enough. <laughs> They're just Yeah, like, I've never oh, tested the theory. I'm too scared. I don't want to get kicked out. So like, I'll do sexy, but not like full out ass cheeks, you know? Yeah. Oh. To that certain limit where you know it's hot, but not crossing that boundary because I'm scared I don't want to get kicked out of the con either. I have seen or I've met girls that have gotten like escorted out or asked to put on like a jacket and stuff like that. So I would rather just avoid that kind of drama if I can.
4: <laughs> yeah. I, I well when I dress for cons in the daytime, I typically aim for comfortability and what can I wear to easily get out that outfit just because I need to go pee. Just
0: in case <laughs> I, I style myself during the day time.
4: There is no peeing <laughs> at that point. But yeah, I haven't seen if I get kicked out yet. That's actually kind of funny. It's, it's funny. That Interesting. Funny. But, um, so,
1: well, we're, well, where I'm from in Alberta, um, at Calgary Expo a couple of years ago, like pre-COVID, everything like that, they used to get volunteers that would walk around and they would be essentially checking cosplayers so (laughs) if they thought you were too exposed or something like that they would be like hey this is your warning like you need to leave and when you come back you're flagged you need to go in and check with these attendees before you can actually enter the event and i mildly agree with that in one sense because there was a body painter and i i love body paint I love it, absolutely love it. I think it's amazing. And we have people who actually do body paint at the expo. But this one person, she had pasties on, so that's cool. That's going with the guidelines and everything. But she bent down to take a photo with some kids. And I'm standing there and her lips were pink. Um, And I'm not talking the ones in this area oh my god and so she got escorted out of the convention which i was like that isn't okay yeah like, that's as legit. Somebody, <laughs> especially beside a child it was very inappropriate so um my rule of thumb is that you can wear as high cut bodysuit that you want i don't care wear dancers tights mm-hmm. wear dancers tights have that extra really- layer in between your flesh and the child or other attendees at the convention. Same with men in um, spider suits or spandex and things like that. Where is best. the
0: The children are at that level, just don't do it.
3: And so yes. I do agree because when I got kicked out for that poison ivy like years ago, now I'm like, yeah, what the fuck was I thinking? And you know I had boy shorts made out of leaves and I had the pasties and everything was painted. And then I had the little tie on top. That was probably a little too sexy. That was better for like a nighttime, but I was so like loving the
2: body paint. Yeah. It sounds fantastic. Yeah. Like you're so honest and real. Like at least you can admit, you know, okay, maybe I won't do that again. So other people are just stuck in their ways. So I agree. Like when kids are around, probably not the best idea. If it's a rave or with just an adult,
1: perfectly fine in my opinion, so. Or again, wear the proper undergarments. There's nothing Mm -hmm. wrong with wearing something that covers extra bits that are too exposed. Um, And I think that's the other thing, too, is that these kids are at levels that they're gonna run into you by accident or smack you and touch you and it's not in the right areas that anything should be exposed so Mm -hmm. put those extra layers on um dancers tights are mildly expensive but you know what they have no like control top lines or anything so if you wear a high cut thing you're not having that weird awkward line (laughs) so they're nice right and then dancers belts for men is a huge deal i find that i'm more Worried about the men's spandex costumes, than I am the women with the higher cut things because, as women, we are aware of our surroundings a little bit more. I find than the men who are not letting it all out. out. Yeah. <laughs> you no offense, of you guys, but
3: with the junk...
1: yeah, yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah.
1: Like, sir. I mean, I appreciate you, but this is not the time. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah, I tend not, like, everything that's sort of sexified for me as far as cosplay goes, it's more cleavage than, like, anything being exposed around the bottom. So, and and I don't think that's something that I would do either way. I'm not comfortable with it. But dance tights are amazing, and they firm everything up.
3: Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> oh my gosh because once i discovered like wearing like dancer tights and then like cosplaying instead of having to paint my legs to be this character wearing no color tights it smooths out because I'll get some mm-hmm. like posing and it's like dimple 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 but with the tights, <laughs> it's like smooth i'm like yeah I work out Wings. yeah for any <laughs> girls watching that's our secret
4: yeah
2: yeah get exactly. Tight.
3: Mm -hmm. yeah so the tights they just smooth everything
4: out love them i love them they're a good investment i used to be a dancer so (laughs) they're my best friend yeah
1: right Right? when i found out i was like oh my gosh like this is a new me
0: (laughs) (laughs) where have you been all my life
1: best kept
2: secret yeah okay so let's let's maybe go over some tips or tricks for like the cosplay if you have any ideas for like photography for example so one of my tips is the tights or i use like lotion that has sparkles in it or it's like a shimmer lotion mm. and on camera it looks incredible or body oil so those are some of my tips what about you guys
3: definitely what you said with the <laughs> shimmers it's just oh my god it's so amazing just
0: <laughs> i have not tried that that's amazing
3: yeah. my only pet peeve is like because i love like oil and then you kind of rub it in you get that nice glow but the girls are like, put the glow and the, the oil on and they don't just rub it in. They're like, oh, perfect. And you got that big ass glare. in I'm like, I just want to go and just like rub it in for them. Like, you look good, but it's too shiny there.
1: <laughs> yeah, I think being heavily tattooed, um, lotion and oils, uh, things like that are my best friend because uh, not all my tattoos pop. I mean, they are older ink, so sometimes if you add the extra oil, they'll pop a little bit more and it'll look nice and clean. Yeah. Um, the other thing is, too, is if you're wearing a like a low cut suit and you find that you're exposing more than you need to double sided tape. Yes. Works wonders um, as well as their. Oh, gosh, I'm going to butcher the name of the company. There is a company that caters to plus size tights. Um, I can't remember the name off, off the top of my head, but they create, like, a glue. And so it's actually, you can use it on anything. It's water-soluble, so it'll hold anything for hours, um, and it's amazing. Like, anything. Like, I'm not even joking. I wore a spandex bodysuit, and I used it on my cleavage, and it stayed. I had to, like, peel it off at the end of the night. Like, it's... You're going to have
0: to send me that.
1: Me. Yeah, it holds. Like, okay.
3: <laughs> uh, okay, well, <laughs> I... Um, <clears throat> don't judge (laughs) i use carpet tape yeah it's double sided you can get a big roll that will last you your whole con season for like five bucks and basically like i'll um like thigh high socks or tights i'll just cut a little piece stick it to my leg and you know it stay on the whole time tops that you know um Because, you know, when you got chest, like, tops don't stay up too top. They'll always, like, slide down and be falling. So I put, like, a little tape. It's cheap. It stays up. I'm sweating all day. Top is still there. And so it's like, Mm. okay, come off. And I'm in the shower. And I'm like, okay, please wear off. (laughs) Because I I don't – it's like a Band-Aid when you peel it off. You're like, ah.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Food for thought. Test a small patch on your skin first because I may or may not have – Done that, and uh, I now have mild scars in areas I don't want to admit. I didn't know about carpet tape. I use
2: fashion tape, but it's not always the strongest. So I may it's not. Try no. that
0: sometimes. I actually have a friend does a cosplay. She 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 doesn't do the sexy cosplay, although she does anime ones. They're really sexy anyway. But, like, yeah, she glues them onto herself. Like, pieces that wouldn't necessarily stay. She literally glues them off <laughs> you wash, her peel them off and it's just like, Ugh. Uh-huh. <laughs> find something else.
3: Oh yeah. Well, so definitely test. Cause I try like spirit gum and all kinds mm-hmm. of stuff. Spirit gum just doesn't work. The fashion tape that you said, that doesn't work oh. so far carpet tape, but I would like to try something that's just as good, but maybe a little safer, but so far I love it. Using it on my legs to keep my thigh highs up.
0: Everywhere else. Uh... Kitty needs to send us that link because that sounds fantastic. I <laughs>
3: yeah, I want to try that.
0: I cannot get my raven tights to stay up, so I need something.
1: I got something. you. I got <laughs> you.
0: But yeah, also, like, for the photography aspect, angles. Like, if you just know how to angle yourself and do proper lighting, like, a lot of the, th- the things that you would usually add in you don't necessarily need. Um, ring lights are your best friend. Ring lights are fantastic.
2: Yeah, lighting is everything, it's so
0: true. Yeah, <laughs> and just having a photographer who knows women, who knows your insecurities and knows how to hide them. I
1: love that.
2: Yeah, okay, if you're so gonna what,
1: self-shoot, okay. sorry. If you're gonna self-shoot, my biggest thing is just have a full-length mirror. Have a full-length mirror That's in front literally of you. what I was gonna say. Okay. You know what? Yeah.
0: Even if you're not self-shooting, like it would be nice, like if somebody's photographing you to have a mirror there, just to be able to pose yourself the way you want to be portrayed.
1: And the thing is, is look for poses of people the same size as you. Uh, I'm mm-hmm. a plus-size girl. I have a big old booty, a teeny tiny waist, and a big old chest. And if I'm looking at somebody who is a different shape or size than me, that's not going to be flattering on my body type. I need to know what fits my body type. So don't be scared or afraid to look up your body type or try those other angles and see how they work. But if you get discouraged because they don't work, understand that not all bodies are built the same. So it doesn't mean that it doesn't look good on you necessarily. You just need to tweak it. Tweak it to adjust for your size and your shape. Hmm. Great point.
2: The piercing, <laughs> though, is like definitely a game changer.
0: Yes.
3: Yeah. Even regular photo shoots. I don't care. We're going out in the woods. I got my little mirror. I'm <laughs> it against a tree because I've, I've had somebody do, um, take pictures of me. They're like, you're doing good. You're killing it. Mm. And look, I'm like, does My face looks stupid. No, no, I'm <laughs> killing it. That's so right. I a photographer who knows you. Communication. Exactly.
1: Communication so is like, key.
3: So when you have like the mirror and you can look at yourself and I still stop them within like taking five pictures, OK, let me look. All right, these because yeah, I want to sure. knock out a photo shoot within like 30 minutes, and then let's go. I don't want you to send me 500 pictures to go through. I just want 100 or less and be like, OK, I like these 10. Let's go.
4: Perfect. Hey, work smarter, not harder. <laughs> exactly. <But laughs> I'm starting I that mirror trick. But um, uh, it's hard because I know not all photographers invest in like a mirror. So now I'm thinking to myself, maybe I should invest like a little travel mirror, probably. Go
1: to Walmart. Walmart. Yeah.
4: Length <laughs> mirror. Yeah. Walmart, yeah. Everything.
1: It's
0: like, cheap. Like, like, just go to Walmart and grab one of those.
1: Exactly, and
3: it will just carry <laughs> one around. I know yeah. Asia and I are short because Asia's like five foot even, and I I'm five still... foot two.
4: You're Chinese.
3: <laughs> I'm five two, so she makes me feel tall sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> So when we shoot, we be we be catfishing. People be like,
2: "Oh, I thought y'all were like five nine and five ten I thought y'all were Amazon." Angle, <laughs> like she said, right? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Like
3: the photographer is about to shoot. I'm like, no, 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 get a little lower. Straight up. See, <laughs> I like them higher. And then I like to stretch because one, it brings your stomach in, and I like you know pose with my arms up, so stomach goes down, and I look taller, and I'm stretching the whole body out and posing a lot of my poses are like the same it's like copy paste change outfit
1: hey if you're comfortable and it looks Mm -hmm. amazing keep it going
0: i I like to tell my followers this is not what i look like i don't look like this in real life they're like no i don't believe you no i don't look like this in real life trust me
1: and then i'm over here posting pictures looking like a potato (laughs) sack
0: and we love it
2: yeah and for photo shoots too i like to do dramatic makeup so i'd rather wear more makeup than less in photos because to
0: mm-hmm.
2: show up better on camera i find like in real life i'm like i don't think i would wear it this heavy but for a photo shoot i'll go all out so
1: Absolutely, yeah. and honestly, a lot of people too. When it comes to like contouring and stuff for photo shoots, the darker it is, the more like noticeable it is on yeah. camera. Yeah. So make sure you take two photos of yourself when you're doing your makeup, like in between stages. Take one of a selfie and take one with the back camera. Take one without a flash and take one with the flash. This will tell you what's popping and what's not popping, and what to add and what to take
4: away. Yeah. I'm definitely taking that tip. Wow. Oh yeah. Yeah. And your makeup looks amazing. Nope. So I'll definitely listen to I was to you. shooting today. <laughs> oh, were you? Nice. Oh. What were you shooting? Nice. Customs.
0: Nice. Ooh, nice. It was great. Very Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, I actually did a Bellatrix cosplay and I was doing some photos for it. And, like, you sit and you look in the mirror and it looks so dark. And then you take a picture and, like, nothing.
1: It's yeah. muted. Mm-hmm.
0: It, it really, it makes a difference to actually take a picture of yourself and see what it looks like on camera because it's so completely different. It's true.
3: I've, I've noticed, noticed, yes. And I think like my only issue is because I love wearing like real big dramatic lashes and then I put contacts in to draw attention to my eyes. But um, when they have the light box, I got to make sure like I like look up and make sure I Reflectors. have- Reflectors. Like, and put my lashes on on a, at an angle, because when it the light and the flash, it just has this big shadow, and it looks like mm. a dark circle. And I'm like, oh, no. Use we a need reflector. This, a reflector to keep,
1: yeah. So I wear big, big lashes. Like, I don't think you guys can see them, but like. Uh,
0: I can <laughs> them. We can see them.
1: <laughs> they, they literally touch my eyebrows. And the biggest oh. thing is the reflector. Even if you're um, at a photo shoot with somebody or yourself shooting, like my ring lights in front of my face, but if I like tilt any which way, I'll have this big shadow. If you put a reflector down underneath, it'll kind of swoop the light up. So you're not always having to like lift your head or anything like that as well. So when you are shooting with a photographer, the first thing you should say before you go to the shoot is I wear really big lashes and end up with dark circles. Do you have a reflector? If they say they don't invest in one, get them on would- Amazon. Bring your own.
3: That's brilliant. I would, yeah. I'm gonna invest in a reflector because I hate, I get the
4: shadow underneath. I'm like, damn you lashes, go up. It's not gonna have me, buying a mirror now.
0: And <laughs> a reflector.
4: I'll send you a shopping
2: list. It's okay. Carpet tape, you know, got your lotion ready. <laughs> oh, and don't forget
3: the glitter. You need the shimmers. You oh, that oh, The shimmer.
0: Glitter. The dance tights.
3: The dance tights, <laughs> the shimmers what else <laughs> i'm sure we'll come our, up with something a, another
0: <laughs> we'll come up with something something else <laughs> so what would you say to somebody who wants to get into this who wants to do like not just the boudoir stuff but like the only fans and things like that
3: are you comfortable doing it and mm. i also tell them that even if you want to do boudoir only fans or anything sexual you doesn't mean you have to like do like the nasty or what you see on the hub just do what's your comfort level and your fans will love you for who you are they don't want you to do backdoor xxx whatever crazy stuff they'll be fine you doing cute little simple like just be comfortable with that level don't try to compete with other
2: people
1: great advice really is yeah So I generally tell people quite a few things, but my biggest thing is boundaries. Have a boundary. If you're comfortable at this level, like you said, don't go over that level because somebody's offering you X amount of money. Don't do that type of thing because once you've crossed that level and that boundary, they're going to expect more. They're going to push you. They're going to pressure you. And unfortunately, if you've done that, you're going to feel that you need to do that. It is all about setting your boundaries. And if somebody says, well, you know, this girl will do that for this amount, like, why won't you? Hard no. Block. You're not that girl. Don't do it. Like, stick with what you're comfortable with
2: yeah for me it's like i like to leave a little bit to the imagination so for some people you know they want to go all out and they're comfortable like your comfort level that's perfectly fine for myself i recognize this is my limit and that's where i'm going to stay and like as i said if you leave something to the imagination people always come back for more If you mm-hmm. show it all up at once it's like okay well on to the next girl like maybe this girl has something better she's cute or whatever they may think so um stick to what you're comfortable with and body positivity so just be happy with who you are keep working on yourself like I'm like this year my whole thing is fitness goals so I'm just literally six days a week I'm trying to literally change my life forever like I told myself this year I'm going to become the fittest version of myself and then on the other side that makes me more confident in photos because I'm like wow I feel like the best I've ever felt mentally and physically so yeah I'm just trying to really progress and um yeah body positivity just be comfortable in your skin and however that is for what
1: type of person you are. So, And just because everybody's doing it doesn't mean you have to. I think that's okay. the biggest thing with cosplay and cosplay boudoir or the OnlyFans or Fansly or any of these things. The people coming into this go, oh, if I don't do this, I'm not relevant. And if you're yeah. doing it for the clout, you're doing it for the wrong reasons. Yes. This mm-hmm. is supposed to be about fun. It's supposed to be about you expressing yourself in an art form. And I think that you need to not Hold yourself as somebody else like oh this person's done boudoir and done like full you know artsy nudes you know whatever I have to do that that's not what you have to do Mm -mm. stay where you're comfortable do you (laughs) exactly
3: (laughs) because I'm pretty sure all of us got like the wild request where you're like okay (laughs) this is my level I've been doing this level for a year and then you'd be like hey I want you to give butt naked
1: and pop ping pongs out your <laughs> <laughs> I've like, you even looking at my stuff No. <laughs> you see what level I'm at and now you want me to
3: no thank you yeah. no. like what
0: the hell and I think there is a big thing where where regular cosplayers who just want to be regular cosplayers see this and see the attention that the girls get and feel like they're inferior because they're not getting the likes and whatever that you get when you do do sexier things. but we need to make make it a culture where it's not about likes it's not about follows like yeah your cosplays are good. don't don't sell yourself out for who you're not because you see what's going on with other people. like forget about other people. look at yourself. Like what you're seeing and leave it at that.
4: I agree with that. I went as far as going on Instagram and turning off my my likes for um, the pages I'm seeing in mind. I don't know what my likes are or you all. I turned it all off. It's just a number. That's not my goal. Mm -hmm. My goal is to interpret cosplays how I see it in my beautiful imagination and bring it to life
1: either I love that. solo
4: or with my friends or my cosplay you know comrades that's that's my main goal is to share my interpretation of my cosplays
1: yeah like i said i do things that people would never think would be something i should do i've done the Swedish chef in a pool full of noodles nobody asked for that <laughs> but i wanted to do that like and we the loved it my, the things in my head are from zero to 60 super fast and i do it because i love doing it and i think that's something that's missing in this like new way of cosplaying like with the TikTok trends and things like that everybody feels that there's a standard they have to meet and they've taken the fun out of it they've taken all of the love and they complain that they're worn out it's too expensive i can't do this and at the end of the day the only one setting those limits is you so bring it back to what you love do what you love and everybody who follows you, they followed you because you did what you loved. Mm-hmm. Stick with that.
0: <laughs> and you were happy. Like they saw that you were happy doing what you were doing. So just keep doing that.
3: I but I, do- I, I like what Asia had said about, cause I started doing that, like just moving, um, muting the likes, cause I don't want to see the number. Cause mm-hmm. you, you know, and I think, Maybe a lot of us went through that where you had that dream cosplay, you finally do it. You did the body paint, the armor, you went all out, and you posted. You're getting like a couple of likes, a couple of comments, and then you're as you're scrolling, it's a girl, and she's like, "Oh, hey, I bought some animal crackers." comments. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh my god, this is so fucking amazing. And you're like, "I just did this armor build. This took me like three months. Mm-hmm. Uh, that when me this girl buy animal crackers, and you like." This shit? <laughs>
0: <laughs> well that's what I was finding too You pay pay money for like a good photo shoot And you've gone all out with all of the stuff And then you take a selfie And the selfie gets more likes Than what the beautiful photo shoot did So like <laughs> Why look at the numbers Like who knows what the algorithm is anyway
2: Yeah
3: That's why just Do what you love Go ahead and post it Close out Instagram Don't look <laughs> don't look it. Just, just do it because you love it and it makes you happy. Versus, yeah. okay, this why is this person getting more likes or why do you like this picture of me better than this one? This one
2: was harder. This one, yeah. Just, oh, yeah, I life. guess it's very subjective, right? So everyone has mm-hmm. their own taste. They'll say, "Oh, you look amazing in Poison Ivy. I don't like you in this cosplay, though." You know what I mean? Okay. So it's just like yeah. I guess everyone sees it differently, but you can't try to cater to everyone. Exactly.
4: Bingo. Bingo. <laughs> that is right. Because I cater everybody. I'm going to go mad. I want to go mad. <laughs>
0: <laughs> exactly. You'll never have any time in your life to do anything else because you'll be too busy catering for everyone else. Exactly. Oh, you want this picture? I got to take this one. I got to take that one because this person wants. No.
3: I notice of all of us is that we all are like cosplaying characters that we like and not like mainstream, because you're saying like Cindy Lou and Lunette the Clown. Like, everybody's doing what they love versus, oh yeah, so I got um Demon Slayer is about to drop, so I gotta yeah. do this character, and mm. oh, bro, I gotta do this. Because I, I do get requests where it's like, why haven't you done the lady from Demon Slayer? That's popping right
2: now. I'm like, because I don't want to. Yeah. yeah. This person. I, a lot of people go for like what's trending, because I guess, like you said, it goes hand in hand. They'll get the likes, because that's what People want to see its demand, but uh, I only do that if it's actually, like you said, a character that I'm actually really interested in, or if I just like the way they look, then sure. I don't even like some characters, like, you know what? I just like how she looks. I don't even like the character that much. I'm just gonna just recreate that look because why not? <laughs> <sorry>. yeah.
4: Yeah. <laughs> the same
2: do you guys remember when, like, when Fauzet was trending? Like, it's so funny oh how, like, Trends like now it's genius Slayer, like there's always yeah. something new, like the next week, <laughs> so it's hard to keep it, up with all these like fan bases. Yeah, are, like, I
1: can't. It um, made me laugh with the whole Bowsette thing. Uh, <laughs> I decided to go with the opposite and I did all the like random characters, so I did like, a <laughs> Boom and I did a Boo yeah. and I did so like I Dry out, Bones yeah. Et. Like, I did everything I else it. because there was art that I was seeing popping up on my timeline, and I was like, you know what everybody's so drowned in Bowsette right now. And these artists are coming up with this really cool art. I wanna showcase that. So I went and I did these obscure ones and everybody loved it. Like one of my biggest posts that I get all the time recommended like when it's Mario day, it's like, oh, repost your like Piranha Plant thing that you did, which was a Piranha Plant like artwork for an et. And it was like, it's one of the biggest ones that I have. And I was like, it was a closet cosplay I threw together, making fun of all these like freaking <laughs> Bowsette that are just popping up at of anywhere. I'm like, I'm going to be the oddball. And I'm like, they loved it. And so I think a lot of people need to understand that there is a lot of people backing all these fandoms that are coming out. But when you still do something that's unique or your own take on it, or you take somebody's art and recreate it in a different version, it's going to pop more then everybody doing the same thing continuously over yeah. and over and like asia
3: she loves mario that's her screen
1: <laughs> mario
3: so <laughs> she did everybody she did mario luigi mario yeah. everybody of mario i was like ah, i love it and everybody and like people that know her like know that she loves it so when she's doing all the characters and she's just doing a bunch of TikToks being every freaking character talking Um, to each other so it's like hilarious but she did like her own way and her own version but when that bowser dropped we went to the con and everybody i was like like, oh this is a cool cosplay and then when i went to to the con i was like yeah no scratch that (laughs) (laughs) we're not
0: it's like the harley quins and eddie from stranger things it's like always you know what's going to be the flavor of the month of the year or the con
3: yes exactly that's why i haven't done none of those i like to <laughs> ruined it you know there's other people and I, oh my goodness they
2: ran harley quinn, to the ground. <laughs> they harley quinn to the ground they really did i love her to death but i yeah yeah, done. Harley twins. Like one con, I actually counted. There's like a hundred Harley twins. But we like- used to
1: play a drinking game. <laughs> oh,
2: no. Take a shot every time you see
1: Harley. Oh no. Yeah. Let's just say that ended in one day. We're like, we can't continue this all weekend. This will Not okay. Now, we have to be <laughs> for guys, right? Oh yeah. <laughs> every time you see Harley,
3: you're like, you, you know, there's more characters in DC. Like you can do somebody else. No, I will to be Harley. Monday, I'm gonna do this version of Harley,
4: and the next day I'm gonna do this one, and then the,
3: and like
4: there, there, there's other characters. <laughs> What's your life? Are there any of the cosplays y'all are tired of seeing as well? Mm. Harley Quinn.
0: Yeah. I mean Harley.
1: <laughs> um, <laughs> I so they do. Um, like group photo shoots I don't know where you guys are at if they do like group meetups and things like that Mm -hmm. um but when they do group meetups like Harley Quinn is definitely one that is a lot like overdone um but I do love when they get a group together and you see everybody's original take on something and they Mm -hmm. don't all look the same and that to me are those people that I go up and I take photos with or I ask for their socials or I do things like that because to me, I still adore everybody who's taken the time and effort to put the costume on and wear it to a convention. Like, that takes balls in general. But the ones that do it different or put their own twist on it, I'm always intrigued by because I love mashups or I love something that's, like, so left field. So those ones are the ones that really intrigue me. Yeah,
0: just that daddy's
3: yeah. little monster. Not that mm.
1: that. Yeah. I
0: I, See, like that. I I did a Negan version because Ooh. that was more fun. So I had, oh, like... Yeah. A jacket. My friend made me a jacket and it was uh... oh god, I can't remember what it said on but it wasn't Daddy's Little Monster. It was oh, I can't remember, but yeah, the shirt was different. Like, I had a lot of fun with that award to San Diego Comic-Con and there was a big Negan meet-up and like there were so many different versions of Negan there. It was fantastic and it was just like Another one to insert. Negan's daughter.
3: <laughs> oh, yes. Because I, I like seeing something different where I'm like, yeah. wow, where'd you come up with that idea? So, like, what you said, different versions of Harley. Art. Like that fan art. It all the same. I get tired of that.
0: It's fun getting stuff from art. Like Kitty said, like, she finds art and she does things. Like, yeah. there's so much fan art out there where they mash things up.
3: So do y'all go on Google and type in like whatever character you want to do, but type in whatever fan art and then see everything? Mm Because I yes, I recently did Puss in Boots. Oh, Oh, that's that's amazing! amazing. That's amazing. Character you would
2: never thought of. Yeah, 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 that's that's
0: fantastic.
2: fantastic. She nailed it. Nailed it. I'm going to creep your Instagram after. I was going to yeah. say, yeah.
1: We're, you're going to be like opening up your Instagram. It's going to be like all these likes and comments and you're going to be sick of me and blocking me <laughs> by the end of the day. It's fun.
2: <laughs> so um, going back to the chat, like what I do agree is that um obviously, like I buy a ton of my costumes. I don't make everything. That's just being straight up. But I do like when you make a costume, it is more original because you're not going to see it in a store or online, right? So. I have to agree, like where you're even if you're doing certain accessories or props, if you build something or make it from hand, it is going to be more original at the end of the day, but that's Mm -hmm. not feasible for every costume. But I do find like at conventions or if you really want to stand out, making a costume will go a lot further.
1: Yeah, like uh, I know there's the constant debate of is buying a costume considered cosplay or are you just being lazy and not doing <sighs> the full work? I hate that conversation. I think that people need to understand that there is absolutely nothing wrong with purchasing a costume and putting it on. 90% of the time, uh, people work full time. They're just getting into the hobby. They don't have the skills or something like that, which isn't a bad thing. Um, Material's are you know, so expensive. Well, it's like uh, what Jeff always says, he has more money than he does time. So he would rather purchase something that's good quality, things like <laughs> that, still love the fandom and go and express it at a convention versus trying to build it himself. So I think that people need to understand that whether you make it or you buy it, there's no problem with that. Yeah. And that goes with sexy cosplays too. You can yeah. go and you can purchase the online sexy outfit of whatever character that you want and you know wear that for a boudoir shoot, or you can go and buy cheap Amazon lingerie and make it the colours of the character, make it your own, and it'll still portray that character. So there's nothing wrong with either option.
0: No, exactly. And like even with ma- making a boudoir, you can go online and get 20 buck things on like Amazon and it's perfectly fine. It looks sexy. It, it doesn't matter. Closet cosplays though. You got to yeah. love the closet cosplays.
2: I'm trying to do more of those. Cause I have so much freaking cosplay stuff that is just rotting in my closet. I'm like, if I don't do a closet cosplay, it's, I'm never going to use it again, you know? I'm so, going to sell some stuff, but yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, so what I tend to do um, when I get overwhelmed or overworked or any of those things from online or trying to figure out costumes for a convention or things like that i make a personal challenge so this year is the challenge for me is the disney villains so it's my villain era and i've taken things from my closet and repurposed them to be the villains um and things like that so it's like you said when we're cosplayers whether you're buying your costumes or you're making them you have all of this stuff and you could pull things from every realm and make your own oc character you can create a really cool closet cosplay look and i think a lot of people need to understand that not everything has to be professional photo shoot either to be a cosplayer you don't need to have a professional photo shoot you can take the images yourself and post them as well so i do tons of closet cosplay um i'm known for doing tons of closet cosplay and i think that's the fun part is it brings you back to those roots of crafty and creative and kind of like Essentially, working that muscle in your brain of not being overwhelmed by expectation because you're just having fun. It's like Mr. Dress Up's Tickle Trunk. Like, <laughs>
3: <laughs> what I do with my closet cosplay is because nobody knows this new algorithm, but some people mm-hmm. like pictures as much as they used to. They want you to do like TikToks and reels.
4: Mm-hmm. And I was
3: like, yeah, I'm not gonna give into that. Like I don't know how to do a TikTok. But of course Asia inspired me because she's always doing reels. So i and then I got this backdrop that I got on Shein for like ten bucks. So oh. I'll put my closet cosplay on and I'll find like a sound that is kind of funny. I don't do TikTok dances because I really don't got rhythm. <laughs> but I'll put the closet cosplay stand in this background and just be like, Hey, look at me. I'm the character and talking it out. It's fun. And that's been getting a lot of traffic and like I'm like, okay, my reels are really go- yeah. going somewhere versus taking pictures that I'll be scrolling or people I know are scrolling and then my picture, like my video pops up. And I'm like, damn. So I posted like five pictures last week. You ain't seen none of them, but you've seen this, this video. Yeah, so true. I think that that's like the new thing. We got to start
4: little well, videos, are- it
0: goes back again to like your comfort level as well. I, I have no interest in doing TikToks at the moment. I don't have the time. I have a kid, like I'm busy. So I, I just don't do them. I know that they bring people to your page, but if you're, if you're not at that level, if you're not at the comfort level and I'm old, so I don't care about the new technology, but like, yeah, do, do it. If it seems like fun and you want to try it, but if, if you don't, that's fine too.
4: That's why I started getting into it because it's fun and I always think of funny scenarios because I love movies. I'm a movie buff and i would be watching movies. See a 20-second, like a 30-second scene, I'm like, that'd be perfect for a cosplay. And that's how I rule. get them out. I don't know. I it's have to say your money. TikTok. I'm, I'm definitely
2: excited to see your videos. So. Me too. Her videos are
3: hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> so I got the little cheat code because I'm a 15-year-old so I'm like, Oh, what TikToks are trending? He's like, oh. he's like, Mom, so yeah, this video. I'm like, Okay, I oh, can wow. do that. Thanks. And he's like, I know you're not about to do that. would be like, giving me the cringe face, like, ugh. Because he do not give me a cool mom. He'd be like,
0: oh. I can relate. My 13 year old.
2: Oh, I love the <laughs> cringe. <laughs> me too. That's what's popular on TikTok. Like, TikTok is cringy stuff. That's what mm-hmm. I love. <laughs>
0: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> if I know, do it, it'll be for the cringe. It's
3: still gotta be in in your comfort level, so you mm-hmm. not never see me doing the hey. <laughs> yeah, like, hey. like I, I don't know what I'm doing.
0: No, <laughs> no I'm with you.
3: Short and sweet, but Asia, she just. I love her videos because she's just talking and she's like five different characters.
2: <laughs> I what, can't do it. what
3: is your TikTok
1: handle, Asia?
4: Yeah, oh, I think it's my old name is Asia NK Charnay. That's that, that's my old name,
3: but she posted on her Instagram, so yes, i better. I
4: won't watch on TikTok. I'll wait till they get old and then they're on Instagram. <laughs> that's how I watch. Old touche. <laughs> but that, that's why I do most of my cause of cosplays is definitely when I make the reels, the TikToks, the YouTube shorts. But that's why I really do it. It's something quick and easy. And I don't get my creativity out there. And plus, when I think of a concept, I inside of my notes on my iphone and note down like what i want to say in the video who i'm going to cosplay who who's going to interact am i going to cross different enemies or game characters and-
0: that sounds like a lot of work
4: <laughs> i'm so excited to see
1: it I, sounds I amazing stuff
4: to do i had to do a hymn from powerpuff girls cosplay so i'm, I'm working on a new ah, video
1: a i love it i did him and uh it was one of my favorite things because i did like an 80s 90s challenge for myself one year and so i did like princess more bucks and then i did him and i did mojo jojo so love it
0: you should see qd with her challenges i know oh
1: yeah
3: i'm definitely gonna gonna look after this i'm just gonna be on everybody's page
4: like like like, like, like. mojo jojo
1: (laughs) it's it was so much fun like i made the headpiece everything and i had the ears and I went all out, yeah. So you know what, after we're done
2: filming this, we'll put all our socials in the chat. So if people watching this later on want to check us out, they'll know where to find us.
0: Absolutely, sounds good. So I want to just say that that there's something to be said, like people are constantly, oh, sexy cosplay is not cosplay. And And I was thinking about it and I was like, you know, they don't criticize people who, can't afford, like, the professional cosplay and just throw something together. So what makes it so different if you're not wearing the screen-accurate professional suit and you're doing a sexy cosplay instead? Like, if people can do the closet cosplays, if people can do the cheaper cosplays, there's no reason why you can't do the sexy cosplays, too. I feel like that falls under the same thing. Like cosplay is cosplay. Nobody has to look a certain way. Nobody has to look like the screen accurate professional, thousand uh, dollar Batman, whatever. And another thing that, that I was thinking of is they criticize you for doing the sexy stuff at cons because of kids but nobody ever questions the realistic looking weapons that people are aiming at kids in photos at cons. And I, I kind of feel like if you're going to be criticizing things, then criticize all of that because there's so many things that could be deemed inappropriate and frankly, more inappropriate than those uh, than sexy cosplays at cons.
1: And I mean, it comes down to the fact, too, that any platform or even at a convention, kids are going to be there. There is no way to prevent that. They're going to lie to get age approved on, you know, platforms, so on and so forth. But as a parent, I like not to like parent shame or anything because I'm not, but it is up to you to actually monitor what your children are watching what your children are seeing and at a convention if you think it's something inappropriate that's a conversation you need to have with your kid um you can filter these things you have these options to do so so it's not always because of us like we're not always the reasoning behind something because somebody can think that me wearing a tank top is inappropriate um when yet Mm -hmm. i'm not wearing anything inappropriate so really Mm -hmm. that's a level of each individual person and their parenting skills um so i think that people need to stop critiquing women or men at conventions for their levels of sex appeal or things like that too because if it's a problem then maybe you shouldn't be there exactly yeah. i
2: feel like um in the west specifically uh, women's bodies are kind of more shamed or like hidden so in like europe are very much open with mm-hmm. nudity if you open the the newspaper there's gonna be a topless girl at the bottom the back of the newspaper like how we have a sunday girl i don't know in toronto how you what you, you guys seen it but it's come on yeah and you're they're topless like that's just the culture there they're accepting of women's bodies they find it you know attractive or sensual and i feel like in the west it's a bit more demonized and weapons mm. or violence is more acceptable than nudity. I'm not sure why, it's just her culture, but I don't think that's really makes sense because what's so harmful about a woman's body yeah. versus a weapon which could harm or kill someone. Not saying well, like weapons are bad, but it, it depends on who's using them, but that's just a whole other topic I guess we'll have to go on through another day, but. Well and
1: I think the thing is too is if you can wear it to a public pool, and you're allowed at the public pool, why are you not allowed at a public convention?
4: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like, I'm sorry, if your kids splash around in a toddler pool and I'm in a two-piece bikini, you're not saying anything to me there, but I'm doing it at a convention and I'm wearing something that has dancers' tights and you know all my bits and pieces are hidden. Why is that an issue? Mm-hmm. That, I think- that <laughs> the bodies are kind
2: of
0: demonized in- the west but <laughs> if it's a swimsuit okay if it's a bra and panties it's not
2: yeah that Never makes said sense,
0: but.
3: i would say it's like if you you know you as an adult and you know you're going to be around a bunch of kids especially daytime at a con just kind of be mindful like you don't want something where like what you said the girls was all out and everything and that's how i am when i go to like a public pool versus i'm at an adult resort I'm yeah adult resort oh i'm wearing the string thong, everything but i'm at the yeah. there's kids and splashing around with the pool noodles and goggles then i'm gonna have the family friendly ten king <laughs> swimsuit with the short i'm wearing the mom swimsuit
2: like <laughs> swim why the
3: hell am i at the kids
2: pool with a whole dog
3: am, am i looking for a stepdad or something like no i, I don't know <laughs> That's fair. So <laughs> no, it's just people need to be more mindful about that. I made my mistake years ago, thinking the body paint and like, oh, kids,
0: duh. Live and learn. And that's the thing, you know. I do think, like, and it, and you can tell from this this conversation that we are mindful. Like all these people that are criticizing us, most of the time we are covered up. We are mindful that there are kids more so than a lot of other people
2: yeah yeah there's a time and a place right and if you're online then yeah no offense cannot should kids should not be looking at it if it's in a convention then i understand and i can respect yeah. the parents you know from not wanting someone to be all out there like that that's mm-hmm. absolutely evening
3: time at the convention you're about to <laughs> head to the rave park and you're wearing your rave clothes and they start clutching their pearls oh my gosh that's <laughs> Lady, it is 9 o'clock at night. I <laughs> drink a couple of, you know, Red Bulls and vodka. Like, I'm... So never vodka.
1: I need to go to your conventions. Right?
2: you uh, think uh, <laughs> conventions are boring. They <laughs> really are. Where are you guys from, by the way? Where are you located? We're
1: in D.C.
3: Washington, D.C. Oh, no way. Like, I'm pretty sure... Are y'all familiar with, like, KatsuCon? Yeah.
0: yeah.
3: Yeah. Yeah, we, we live right by Katsu. Oh, Okay. So, that that's the well-known con that everybody comes to and we're like
0: yeah
4: i just drove here from the house what's up
0: <laughs> it seems like a fun one i'd like to go sometime
4: yeah it's fine the next one coming up is awesome con this month When's so coming up soon
0: june 17th
4: yeah is that in
3: maryland or dc dc, oh, DC okay. but oh. i prefer the, the um i prefer the conventions that are at hotels because
0: then it's like 24 hours non mm. And too old, old for that.
3: that. Convention centers, <laughs> they, the convention centers they usually close at like 8. Mm-hmm.
0: Like,
3: Alright, go away and have fun. Where? Like, dude, I, I don't know where
0: to go. I think we have our after parties or whatever but they're usually at a club close by. Like, and you, you usually have to have a hotel nearby so that you can change and... It, it does sound better if you like have it in a hotel and you can just do everything there
3: yeah and so you just you. stay right in that same facility you can go in the elevator go up to your room change come back mm-hmm. down, and you're there at the con there's different stuff but my that favorite, sounds amazing my favorite, <laughs> <my favorite laughs> one is Madfest because it's music and games convention and it's, it's just oh nice. oh like non-stop gaming and i was cosplaying a sexy sonic and it was like two in the morning i'm playing dance dance revolution holding my greens so i'm like yay dancing
2: <laughs> where's that con at
3: same place as katsu it's oh okay um, new year um right after new year's the first weekend of january
0: and oh,
3: it's okay. also, all these games you can just stream and play games all night Shut that's down. my favorite con
0: Things we don't know about.
3: Not that many. Yeah. I'm right. travel. But yes, y'all can come. It's so fun.
1: <laughs> all right, Loki, did you have any more questions? I know you put up um, a bunch of things for some questions. Have we touched on all of them?
0: I did. A lot of them all were kind of making the same point that they don't want to see these things at cons. And, like They don't want the adults or the the sexualized stuff at cons and um, let me just go through a couple of them and see if I can pick anything out. Um, appropriate for children.
2: I do have a question for you guys. So what are your future plans and aspirations in the realm of boudoir cosplay?
0: Mm-hmm. I think I'm happy with what I'm doing now. Uh, I'm not I'll uh, to change anything, to to get any kind of like, if people follow my stuff, they follow it. If they buy it, they buy it. I'm quite happy with where I am right now.
3: I second that. I like that answer. I like doing it because it's fun. The um, I've collabed with uh, collabed with other people, and my interest was just doing this, just to enjoy. the people like it? They like it. They don't. But there's other people that are doing this for Cloud. And they're like, I want to be cosplay famous. And I want to be famous and a celebrity. And I'm like, oh, okay. Well, I'm doing this as a hobby to escape because I love it. So when I run into people like that, we tend to bump heads and kind of fall off. Because it's like, we got to make content. We got to do this. I don't want to take a nap. I don't (laughs) want to get tired. Self-help right now. So yes, but my goal is just to enjoy it.
4: Now i want to piggyback on both of y'all. So yes, <laughs> I do them. <laughs> I do it for fun. I, I work a full-time job and then I have other businesses on the side and the type of work that I do is so serious. It's no fun. It lacks creativity. So I do this to get out my creative juices and just have fun. I also of my workplace. That place is boring. Like who wants to go there? But I don't want to do it for the cloud. I don't want to do it for um, the fame or whatever. But I just want to do it for fun. And I hope I continue to surround myself with people who are like minded like me. Just want to continue to have fun and do cosplay for the love of cosplay. Respect that.
1: <laughs> Yeah, so for me, I've been doing this for a very long time. I love what I do. So kind of the same realm as you guys. Um, But what I always tend to say is that my inbox is a safe space and my page is a safe space. So anybody who has questions or concerns about the industry or the business side of things or how to get involved or so on and so forth, I always say that you can always message me. I'm going to be as honest as I possibly can. Um, I do say that this isn't something that I see me doing forever. And not because I don't want to, but because eventually you're going to burn out. Eventually you're just done. Like you, you're enjoying what you're doing right now and embrace it, love it and ride it to its fullest. Um, But I do say when it comes to like the boudoir aspect and stuff like that, I always tell people play safe, play it safe. Like I said, boundaries are huge. Make sure that you're comfortable with the world seeing it because once it's out there, it's out there. Um, Make sure that you have a good support system, make sure that you are aware of the dangers of the industry and things like that. So I try to do my best to help spread awareness and concern um, and to always make sure that if you have a problem or things like that, reach out to me and I'll do my best to help navigate through whatever I can for you because I've been doing this long enough. myself, for future plans, I do want to do more collaborations with like
2: other yeah. talented cosplayers and meet new people. So I do want to travel to more States cons because I've actually never been. And you guys make it sound mm-hmm. like it's really lit. Yeah. So I'm, I want to go to cats So that's a goal of mine. So if I go, I'll definitely hit you guys up. Um, yeah. So I just want to travel, go to more conventions, take my photography and videos to the next level. Just keep leveling up, trying new things, mm-hmm. trying new costumes and take it to uh, like a high, like better better quality if I can. So
0: mm. that, that's just uh, for me personally. No, that's good. Uh, there was a question, any advice for cosplayers that might want to do sexier cosplays and might feel afraid to do so because of back, back, backlash or trolls?
1: You're not ready. <laughs> Honestly, if you are worried about that type of stuff, you're not ready. Um, And it's not that you can't do it, like you can still do it. You don't have to post. That's the thing too, is that no matter what, anybody can do a boudoir session of anything, whether it's cosplay based or just a personal level, you don't always have to post. So until you're ready, don't post because you need to understand that no matter, you could be the most amazing looking human being on this planet and you're still gonna have that one person. And if that person's going to affect you, you're not ready.
0: Boy. Yeah, I was going to say as well, like, you can do the boudoir, like, and chances are, if you want to do it right now, do it for yourself, like, take those photos, it will probably make you feel more confident, because it usually does, but you don't, as Cutie said, you don't have to post, um, you can sit on it for as long as you need to, and then when you're finally ready, and, you're at the point where you don't care about backlash or trolls, then have at it.
2: That's a really good point. Like, overcome your own personal insecurities. And myself, like, every photo shoot I do, I get more confident and more, um, like, you know, happy to post these things because I, I like how they look and you get better mm-hmm. on camera and stuff like that. So it's like, it, like Canadian Comic Cutie said, if you're not ready, if you're still feeling insecure, just for yourself
0: and one day if you are ready then you have a vault of photos or videos yeah and you can look back one day when you're old and wrinkly and be like yeah that was me i was
1: hot plaster those things across your house be like yeah "Yeah, grandma no but seriously though when
2: you look back when you're older you're like wow
1: and like you said you grow with everything that you do it doesn't matter whether it's like cosplay photography being in front of or behind the camera when it comes to gaming everything else you have the ability to grow so take that time and learn and grow from it and like online is terrible it is a terrible space if you have a, like no confidence in yourself it is a terrible space because somebody out there is going to say something and they're not always nice so again Save all of that for you. I know lots of people who've done boudoir shoots and they've never posted a single image and they've done multiples, they've done these Mm -hmm. things and they love everything about it, but they're like, I'm not ready to have other people tell me, you know, this is not okay or whatever, because Mm -hmm. in myself, I still see it as minor flaws. So it really is about building yourself up.
3: Yes, you gotta be, you just gotta have like thick skin because people are gonna talk. And to me, how I take it is, you're just reflecting your own insecurities on me. I am fine. I am. You could be like, that whore. I'm like, oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, thanks. (laughs) But I I make fun. Now, when I make reels, I just kind of make fun of it. Like, I had one where it's like me walking down the street. And someone's like, hey, you look familiar. And I'm like, you know where you see me. And then the Pornhub sound. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. I just be like, you know where you see me. i there. I'll be like, it's all words. You're going to be like, yeah, she's so poor. And she just sits at home and shows her titties and gets paid.
0: You're yes. jealous?
3: <laughs> I mean, you can show your titties and get paid. I mean, I'm not Thanks. gatekeeping it. I'm I titties. titties. So you just got to have fun with it and just let it roll off your back. And so you're at the point where you're just like joking about it and just laughing. Like, mm-hmm. oh this person said I was a thought. I wish they were a little more clever, like you know,
0: Come up with yeah. There's come something. up with something better.
3: Like, come on, there's more words out there. You need me to help
0: you? I can't play into it. I did like the Scarlet A little cosplay thing just oh, yeah, for all the people that were saying that about me. Like, yep, yeah, this is me.
3: Did you do that for real? Yeah. Oh my god, it's brilliant. <laughs> i don't want to steal your idea you gotta do it (laughs) go ahead no stealing
0: take
2: it you have permission i gotta see this
0: i (laughs) think he already posted one picture but it was to make a point like yeah you're calling me that i agree with you and i embrace it they're like oh my gosh
4: she's showing her
2: ankles
3: But I just like making fun of it. It's just funny. Yeah. That's how I, that's how it doesn't bother me. But I mean, it it's not that easy for everybody because yeah, everybody has like their trigger, triggering words. It's like, hey, I mm-hmm. posted a sexy picture. Poor.
0: <gasps> the
3: thing is I we work. not you gotta get used to it. You gotta be comfortable. We weren't always like
0: perfect, this. No. We, we didn't always let it fall off of our back. We didn't always, like, it got to us. It used to get to us. But you get to a point, as you grow as a person, where you learn how to handle these things.
1: Yeah, I always tell Absolutely. people that if they don't have, like, anything to do with your day-to-day life, if they don't have anything to contribute to your day-to-day life, what doesn't matter?
0: Exactly. exactly. I,
4: That's I why the support system is huge. Only.
1: I'm gonna get canceled. How? (laughs) How? I've done things that should be canceled (laughs) long ago.
0: So,
2: Cosplay Lines posted another question. I've heard stories of photographers crossing Mm. lines and shooting. What should cosplayers be aware of when shooting with someone they don't really know? That's a really good question.
0: Yeah, take someone with you.
2: Bring a friend have references like see who they shot with you can always reach out to those people don't be shy and yeah i would definitely say like i don't know like definitely bet the person don't just don't go somewhere alone with a stranger like no yeah they are if they have friends like if you have friends who do it you can ask those friends who do you recommend so
1: I think that's the biggest thing that uh, when anybody doesn't matter if you're new to the industry or if you've been doing it for a long time, those are my big three things is look at their page, check the quality of work. Because at the end of the day, if you're going to pay for a photo shoot or things like that, you want to have good quality of work. Um, Second, look at the tags. See if those people are reposting the imagery as well. Because chances are, Mm -hmm. if they're not, there's a red flag that you need to be aware of. Yeah. Uh, Ask right off the hop, be like, okay, we're new. I'm going to either do a sit down coffee interview, where you can sit down and actually feel the vibe of the person before just showing up on set. Um, And then say, I'm having somebody come with me. And these are my boundaries, Mm -hmm. set them hard. Um, I do know horror stories of people being like, you know, I came for this type of a photo shoot and I got pressured into doing full nudes. And it's like, this shouldn't be a thing. So make sure that you have strict boundaries. And if you bring that friend, tell your friend your boundaries. Because unfortunately, no matter how strong you are, if you're pressured at some point, you might break. But if your friend is there and knows your boundaries, they can speak up for you. Mm-hmm. so it is a huge deal and unfortunately anybody nowadays with a phone thinks they're a photographer so you really do have to do a lot of vetting
0: i had one like oh come out into the woods and i'll shoot you i was like i don't think so alone Mm-mm.
3: i've had one creepy photographer and then one where the girl was the creep But with the creepy photographer, I brought a friend with me, and we were shooting. And he was like, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, you got nice legs. Oh, man, yeah. Mm." I was like, "Okay, I'm getting uncomfortable. Mm. Then the other one, the photographer, I worked with him before. He's like, oh, this is a girl that I've um, shoot a couple of times. She really wanted to shoot with me. So when I shoot, I do mostly suggestive. So I kind of get into position. I'm like, "Okay, come closer. All right, boom, shoot. OK, next position. She's like, no, no, we got to go with the flow. So she's all touching me. And I'm like, yo, time out.
0: Mm.
4: She
3: pins me down and gets on top. I'm like, uh, uh, And the photographer's like, hold oh, on, yeah. stop, stop, stop. No, don't do that. And I was like, yo, I'm ace. Like I told you, I'm asexual. Like I am a whole museum. But you grow up in a rubber always makes you uncomfortable. If you're like, because unless you were Asian, we can be sexy. He's like, okay, I can't put my hand on your shoulder. Okay, we close. Oh, we gotta get yeah. a little closer. Boom, we got the shot. Versus, let's move around. Mm-hmm. The photographer's trying to keep up and snap. It's all blurry and ugly. I was like, that's oh, snipper, okay. I, I can't continue this shoot. I can't do this with you. She was working on yeah, communication. Dudes.
0: Wow. The <laughs> communication is <was> key. And <laughs> consent.
3: <laughs> Literally. Exactly. She thought, and that's who I have most of my issues with because dudes. They may say stuff, but they're not going to touch me. But women, they're like, oh, I love your boobs. Mm. Whoa,
4: whoa, whoa. Find me dinner first. Geez.
3: I don't know you, ma'am. You can't just grab. Just like him, you need to ask for consent. Mm -hmm.
2: I I think that's a big deal. Oh, sorry. Yeah. No, go ahead. I'm just going to say I'm glad like cosplay is not consent can kind of became a big thing over the last like few years, because before that, bro, at cons, these people are just like, don't touch me. Like, I don't know you, don't touch me. But now it's like, Hey, do you mind if I put my hand on you? If we take a photo, together? that's respectable. Sure. Whatever. So Absolutely. I do like that. It's been
4: more focused on
0: The occasional thing still happens, but
3: you know, funny thing, because now it's finally getting like that at conventions. But I also go to Exotica, which is like a porn convention, which mm-hmm. people think like, "Oh, people are just straight." <laughs> they have like so much respect. They nobody really? touches. You, like, oh, can I get a picture with you? Are you charging for the picture? Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, yeah, I (laughs) know. It's funny that you brought that up because that is a huge deal. There is, like, this fine line that everybody thinks that sex work and, like, OF and stuff like this, that there's, like, these guys are pigs and these girls are pigs and all these other things. But actually, you're right. They're way more understanding about the boundaries and about consent and everything else versus going to a local convention or Uh like that where they're more touchy-feely than they should be. And we get flagged for being like, "Um, no, don't do that. Versus at those types of events that are based around sexuality and sexualizing these things, they have that understanding of where these lines are. So I think that cons have been doing way better with it. Like we at our cons, we have signs everywhere that say cosplay is not consent, Um, whether they're really helpful or not, I'm not sure, but it is a huge deal that is being spoken about because of issues Mm -hmm. and problems that women are having. And I think that it does need to be screamed from the rooftops, no matter where you are, whether it's the grocery store or convention, you still have to have consent and you can't just touch people without their permission.
4: Exactly,
3: because at conventions, you would think it's like common sense, but no. Mm -hmm. But when I go to these sex conventions where literally people are just wearing pasties and a, a G string, or they're wearing a fishnet bodysuit with nipples showing, and people already know I need to ask consent. Yeah, like wow, it's common sense here. Why the hell not here? And I'm it, it's just it doesn't make sense, but I'm glad that they're getting better.
0: I can't tell you how many times I've been groped at a con like yeah. just full on. So it's not, like, it, it's getting better, but it still happens. And actually, there was one where the guy came and sat behind my daughter and I. We were wearing Daphne and Velma and put his phone down and took a picture. Oh. Yeah. I I'm the oh. con. Uh, f- oh. Toronto Comic Con? Wow, that's messed up. It's not, yeah. That sounds like a comic con. Yeah, so, like, it, it does still happen. These things do still happen. Um, we we just have to be vigilant, and I, I guess it's good to have safe people at cons. Absolutely. Yeah. Especially if you're wearing the sexier stuff, because it is more likely to happen then.
1: Well, and I think there is, um, like, Cosplay Alliance is a good example. They are safe. Space mm-hmm. and to toronto um everything like that if anybody had a problem they're like hey come to our booth this is where we're located same with the campus yeah. like play card. we oh. said the same thing you guys need a safe space come here like we will help you we'll figure out what we can do um if somebody's following you at a convention which i have had that happen um oh. you need a safe space to go so it's nice to see the community especially like branching out and telling people we are a safe space, like, come here.
0: Mm-hmm.
4: As
1: That's
0: really good point. Be. And posting really admire...
4: about- Oh, sorry.
0: No, no, go ahead.
4: <laughs> I, I've noticed a lot lately, I really admire these cosplayers out here putting out disclaimers saying, hey, will you see me? This is what mm-hmm. I'm not okay with. Just gonna draw the line in the sand right here. Please respect my space. So I really appreciate seeing that now. Mm-hmm. And having that be a talk with conversation because it's, it's serious to people like respect my space, respect my boundaries, this is my body, okay uh, please, please respect it
1: and it doesn't matter if you're in the sex worker industry or doing OnlyFans or boudoir or anything like that it doesn't give you consent no matter what no. I do absolutely. it does not give you consent to touch me or to do something that is inappropriate without my permission exactly mm-hmm.
4: absolutely, that's how it should be
0: but I do appreciate that people are now also publicly calling out red flags and people who have done inappropriate things. There's now pictures that are being posted, like names that are being posted. Like, yeah, name those people. If, if they're doing inappropriate things and they're not stopping, even if they're not stopping, if they do anything inappropriate, like you've already crossed the line, you know you've crossed the line, like you're going to get called out now
2: yeah i guess like warn other potential victims and it's like if, if you're gonna do it you're gonna get called out that's not our yeah. issue J- just know to people it. are gonna know about it <laughs> yeah and it's, it goes both ways like i think sometimes because like people are seen men in cosplay it's like yeah men can actually get like groped too like
0: it yeah
2: happens to them and it's like you see it on TikTok and stuff like i think there was a video of uh, one of the disney princes that like on uh, Disneyland or something, Guessed getting on. broke, yeah. Yes. yeah, and it's just like, it can happen to men too, and that makes them feel uncomfortable just because they're a guy doesn't mean they want
1: to be touched, so.
0: It made me uncomfortable watching that, I was like, what yeah. is she doing? So
4: weird.
1: Yeah, I have a friend who dresses up as Batman, and it's notorious, especially because mm. he's like 6'4", And so everybody like right up to him and he gets it a lot. And I'm the one standing there yelling at people like this is not acceptable. And I'm like this tiny five foot two wonder woman (laughs) coming at you like this is this is not happening. So, yeah, it does flow both ways. Like and I think a lot of people understand that as a male cosplayer or content creator in general, it's okay to speak up. It is okay to tell us. This is an issue. I had this is something too because as women, we speak out about it a lot because we want to warn other women, and a lot of the men don't seem to speak up as often because of the whole like stereotypical, you know, men don't cry type of thing. And that mm-hmm. is not what we are anymore. People need to throw that to the wind. And if this is happening to you, please find a safe space and please vocalize your experience so that more people can understand that this should not be happening to you either.
4: Absolutely, agree. Everybody's voice matters. I don't care if a man or a woman Absolutely. matters. Please say something.
1: See something, say something. Exactly.
4: exactly. <laughs> oh, I, hear I work all the time that made me laugh. <laughs> it's your responsibility. <laughs> right? <laughs> hey y'all, I am so sorry. A whole bunch of family just like
2: popped up at my door. I know. I'm like i'm in the middle of podcast well we and can it, wrap it oh. up if you guys want it's been a bit of time so unless there's it has questions. yeah last uh, questions or closing statements
1: i just want to say thank you to everybody for doing this this is something that needs to be talked about more often and i appreciate eating every one of you and I'm going to stalk your social media. So <laughs> before anything else happens, do you guys want to drop your usernames on Insta, TikTok, wherever we can find you so that everybody watching can find you easily? Yeah. We can all type oh. it in the chat. Or do you guys see your chat oh, box? I, I don't
3: want to type can't it. Type. I, I, uh, oh we'll can go go later
1: and comment it on the YouTube yeah. as well. Yeah. So right now. We'll do that.
3: Yeah. Oh yes. I commented on it. But um, Instagram love love underscore paper doll. That's me. Check all your do you have any go. other
1: platforms as well?
3: If you go to Instagram, I have my link tree and I have all the other stuff. Link, <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
4: <You're an idiot. laughs> well, I'll make it easy. Well, I guess I'll shout out my website, because on my website, you see all my social media links at mm. the top, you can't miss it, but it's gonna be my name, Asian M-K, uh, dot com. Totally simple, A-S-I-A-M-M-K-A-Y.com. Perfect. You can find all my Nailed social medias it. and my YouTube channels there. Yay. <laughs> I'm just,
2: it's quite kidding on Instagram, and same with me, as same with Paper Doll, I have my link tree, so create my Instagram and you can click my link tree
0: and find all the good stuff there. Hit, hit, For me, it's right here. Loki goddess of mischief is my Instagram and also have link tree. Uh, it's not all the same. So check out the link tree if you want to find anything
1: <laughs> cutie. Awesome. So I'm Canadian Comic Cutie. Uh, Google my name. Uh, that's on you for what you find. But Instagram, <laughs> I, I do have all of my links as well in my profile. I'm on TikTok. I am on Twitter. I am on OF. I'm on Fansly, Gumroad, Ko-Fi, Instagram. You name it. I'm there.
0: Okay.
1: I all see. Right.
0: Okay. <laughs> well, just want to give a shout out to Cuties Cup. Can you oh. please show us?
4: Ooh, the oh, the color. Oh, I'm goodness.
2: done. Look at what's on it. <laughs> thirsty.
4: It's awesome.
0: <laughs> it's thirsty. Thank
3: you, everyone. Y'all are Thank just so
0: yes. Thank you for joining us tonight and uh, educating people. And hopefully this helps people understand sexy cosplays better and OnlyFans and sex work and all that fun stuff i have something. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Bye.